loneliness is a complex feeling when someone says they feel lonely in a relationship it can mean a variety of things it might mean you feel unheard or unloved it may be you are feeling disconnected with your partner parent friends or sibling like you aren't as close as you used to be in today's episode we will hear shanaya's story uh, we have changed the identity of this pretty girl uh, for privacy purposes so shanaya's story of loneliness and we will try to understand and give solution we have with us ms suruchi seni indian psychologist based out of the us will help us understand how to create a sense of belongingness and ask for help shanaya i have known you for almost an year and i have seen a lot of positive approach in you when i met you for the first time i felt you were very low in confidence you were uh, looking in your eyes i could look for the help but now seeing you standing after an year i could say there is a brilliant change in you so shanaya can you explain us uh, the relationship you carry with your parents till now first of all thank you so much and i'm so glad that you have you have said that i have changed in a good way and speaking of my relationship with my parents when i was young i grew up until i was 6 i lived with my mother and my older brother and back then i was not that close to my dad i barely ever met him but around that age uh, of 6 i moved in with them with my dad and mother and that is the time my brother moved out so i was kind of uh, a sibling the sibling dynamic was gone and it was just me i only knew my mother and it was just my dad who was kind of just a stranger to me we were living and there were fights almost every day and i was not prepared for this when i got to know that we were moving out i thought we are going to get ice creams every day and life is going to change forever i'm going to go to this princess school and all those fairy tale dreams but it wasn't quite like that and because my brother went out and i was very introverted in nature i could not make friends or had anyone to guide me in this i did not know really what to do and no one really cared enough to teach me anything so time passed by i just uh, viewed my i saw my mom being emotionally wrecked and i saw my dad always being aggressive like whenever he was around he used to be aggressive and mm-hmm. i considered this a normal thing mm-hmm. but in my uh, preteen years i realized that this wasn't normal this wasn't how things were supposed to be and somewhere i felt whatever but at some point i realized that i cannot see my mom so emotionally wrecked anymore it just hurts like no one deserves to be this sad right and then i kind of started seeing my dad as a very bad person i started telling my mom to get a divorce and like almost every night i'd be telling my mom the same thing 
and she'd be like yes but she wouldn't do anything she would say that we are going to leave but i'd never see the see our bags packed so it felt like my mom is being lazy not getting me out of this place not getting me out of the situation so shania i was just wanted to know how did you deal with these issues that were uh, there in your family so multiple things happening honestly it started with realizing that it was just not my mother it was also my dad and it was just not that my dad was a faulty person here it was both of them both of them had faults both of them were emotional they both had some uh, emotional needs to be fulfilled and they had some mental illnesses probably and they were both suffering in different ways and i could not see them because i just grew up with my mom so when i started viewing the situation from an objective perspective it was at first quite damaging to me but as i accepted it and understood that they are just humans who have issues and they are feeling to maintain a relationship but i know that they are trying when i saw that they are trying it kind of made my heart warm it helped me accept that okay there is an issue but they are trying to solve this and i'm not here to do that mend their relationship so whatever they're doing is fine and i'm seeing positive little positive changes so it's great and i can just make my life a little better by doing the st- things that i like that's great effort at such a young age you have tried your best so let's seek uh, some professional help now we have uh, ms suruchi have you experienced such encounter in which the failures and loneliness has introduced or induced by the family first of all pleasure to be here once again with everyone and thank you shania for sharing your story it's again a story of a lot of wisdom and compassion developed for your parents which is not very easy to do in many cases so coming back to your question arti yes i have encountered a lot of uh, situations like that through the people that i have worked over the years and in india it's definitely i know on the rise you know there are a lot of cases where a lot of times it is you know there is a power struggle between two adults and suddenly who are trying to be parents uh, not that they didn't know they are parents but sometimes it does happen and especially if they are trying to uh, live together so ego issues differences personality differences because they do not have understanding among each other so it goes on towards children also especially if the kid is living with you because child is also young that's why probably it took shania a few years to understand that okay what's happening and i love the fact that she used the term that they both are human beings because that's exactly it is um we all think that you know our parents because they are parents so they are going to be perfect and they will provide for everything but once in a while especially as children um and which is uh, i think very healthy expectations in a way because child is very young but as we grow we do realize that they are also two human beings probably got married a little bit earlier like in early 20s or something who are also trying to understand uh, who they are individually as a couple as a family and trying to provide 
So a lot of dynamics goes into all of this. Definitely. I believe that is something to be added in Shania's story also. What I feel is it is very, sometimes it is very difficult to convince the child who is suffering and seeing the problem with the parent and then the kid take it as their fault. So it's very important. I feel how will we make the kid understand that it's not their failure. So first of all, you know, this responsibility actually falls on the two adults who are also called parents. Hmm. Um, I think there are listeners and the parents who are listening. If there are differences, I would urge you to actually go for a family counseling. Counseling is not only for kids who are trying to get through the difficult you know, situations or studies or trying to get to a certain level in career. Uh, I will urge parents to go for family counseling or go for couples counseling. It is very important here in U.S., invariably, whenever there are differences, and if unfortunately this leads to any kind of like a permanent legal separation, I always tell them to go for like a pre-divorce counseling during the divorce and even after because here the kids are involved and parents bring the kids into the world. So the primary responsibility is of the parents to make sure that uh, whatever is going on between two adults to, uh, you know, it affects our children as minimum as possible. Because in between six to 12, kids are affected the most Hmm. because they are still knowing the world. They are still absorbing. And if they are going to absorb that the two people who I trust for everything, uh, including love, food, shelter, are fighting with each other, we can't even imagine what goes through kids' mind. So if kid is thinking they are fighting because of me, sure enough, the kid will think about it because everything around the home is usually about the kid, right? So we are the one who give this message to the child that you are the most important person in our life. And then if the kid starts to think that it's my fault that my parents are fighting, it's, uh, is, is that a surprise? I don't think so. So it is parents' primary responsibility to be aware about their actions, their thoughts, their emotions, how it is affecting the child or the children in the home. Yeah. Since we are living in a technological world, there are people who know how to find good solution on the internet also. So before going for uh, some professional help, at times I have seen this has also worked. Ms. Ruchi, we have a couple of questions as a part of our inner voice counseling. And let me put forward these questions to you because uh, this is something related to stress and uh, the loneliness again. This one child has written, I am in my last year of high school and the past few months, it feels like time is running out. I am overworking myself even more by applying to more internships, school clubs and such. Stop talking my emotions into consideration and all the unhealthy relationship with my father who is an addict. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, uh, that's a lot going on. Absolutely. With this particular person. Um, First of all, the good part is, you know, this kid is um, trying to focus on what he or she can do. Because eventually, this person is going to go into college, and this will be a good kind of a break from whatever is going on at home. Uh, Because addiction 
uh, is not that it's just not addiction because a person who is also addict might be actually knowingly or unknowingly manipulating the whole family for his or her addiction. Agree, agree. So there is a little more deeper dynamic over here. But uh, for today, I would definitely recommend continue to rely on uh, if there is a teacher, mentor, or if you are connected with Anon, whosoever is your helper. Second, rely on your friends. Trust yourself. Uh, That's more important because sometimes we, you know, not sometimes, we always hope that we have the best family possible, but sometimes it doesn't happen. But that also doesn't mean that we cannot create something of our own. Sometimes the inherited family or the, what I call it, like the blood related family is not the best. Then we create our own family. So look out, reach out, trust your strengths, trust your experience, especially at school, friends, uh, teachers, mentors, everything that you can gather and actually make a a kind of a safe bubble around you. It is, I'm, I'm saying metaphorically, Uh, create a bubble around you that yes, if my father is where he is in his life, but that does not mean that everything else is also going in a wrong direction. I do have these people of support. This is my bubble and I'm going to rely on them and I'm going to rely on my own strengths. Try not to mix these two things as much as possible. And again, professional help will help you to stay objective and uh, not letting the emotions, you know, interfere in your present and future plan. I could already imagine that bubble, that positive bubble that you're talking about, whatever is happening in your society, you need to develop your own identity, work on it. Every family has their own dynamic. Some families are happy families, some families are unhappy families, but the child in that family need to build that positive bubble around them and then wonders could happen. I have seen uh, Suruchi student coming out of all these pain and every anything, but they are shining as superstars in their passion. So sometimes pain and these uh, regret also lead to the success. I, I am sure Shania is uh, understanding what we want to say. Shania, that's why I was saying in the beginning, she has, you know, uttermost compassion and, uh, you know, wisdom at such a young age, which is amazing. I'm sure it's going to grow over the years and she herself is going to be somebody that other people can look up to in a situation. That is why she is here with us today. (laughs) Okay, Uh, there's another interesting question and I have seen a lot of students complaining the same thing. I got bullied in middle school for being outspoken by my peer. Girls in the same grade as me labeled me as overconfident. I slowly turned away from social settings and become worried about people's opinion of me, leading to low self-esteem. Again, another good question. I would like to say that, you know, when people say you are overconfident or too much spoken, I somehow feel that because they can't, so they try to snub you. And it is a very good part of a social psychology that people sometimes when they cannot do certain thing and they see one person shining or being expressive in a very appropriate way, socially appropriate way, they will try to snub that person. So I think there is a little bit of envious. That's why they try to bully. Or sometimes we don't know how to take a stand for ourselves 
So I call it like psychological warfare in the classroom. When there is a person who is doing well or who is outspoken is either admired or envious. Why we cannot have a middle ground? So my suggestion to this person will be, first of all, tell your support group, whether it's your parents, siblings, teachers, or mentor that you are feeling this because if few people around you are bullying you, that does not mean the whole world is bad and everybody's going to bully you. No, that's not correct. Even though these bullies will try to, you know, make you feel like that they are bullying because it is very important for all of us to know that we as the human psychology, we gravitate towards negativity, not because we are negative people. This we have inherited from our ancestors because when they used to roam around in woods and jungles and everything for food, animals, they were always scared of, we will be attacked. So psychologically, we have inherited this to be always on the vigil, high alert. So know your psychology, who you are as a person. Second, try to know them that why they are trying to be, uh, to snub you because they want, they want what you have. So don't worry about it. Third, Definitely talk to your support group and keep them informed so that whenever they feel you are a little bit down and out for this particular day, they can always come and talk to you. If nothing else, just hold your hands, hug you, you know, or can redirect you because these people will always be around in the school, in the college, in the workplace, but you know you, you know your strengths, you know you are supported. And you know the little bit of basic social psychology, I think you can handle this because these people do not need to be important. So do not give them important. I agree, Suruchi. Actually, I could also connect that kind of bullying. I, I feel every one of us in our school time can relate. And uh, it's fine. People, all sort of people will be meeting, all sort of people doing certain action if in favor of you and against you. You have to move on. Shainaya, I just want to ask any message that you want to give to the audience who are listening to you. I would like to say that trust in yourself. No matter what you're going through, there is like you can always rely on yourself and you can always trust in your abilities. Even if you think that you're not good enough, you are never not good enough to make the tables turn. You can always do that. And it's just a human quality that all of us are equipped with. Believe in yourself, believe in your passion and do things which make you happy and make you feel fulfilled. This will help you immensely in every field of your life. Suruchi, we have something else also. If any one of our listeners are facing with these challenges, how should they create a sense of belonging? How should they reach out for help? Sure. So to reach out for help will be um, increasing your awareness, what resources are available and actually trying to reach out to them. Even if you feel or that this person did not help or this resource did not help, that's okay. Try somebody else. But we do not need to continue to hold it inside because when we are going through a difficult time and we continue to hold our emotions inside without talking or expressing or putting it on a paper, that problem is going to become bigger. So when you recognize as a human being, we try to resolve it ourselves. If you feel this is beyond you or it's taking too much time, please reach out and be aware of the resources. Second, 
when you say, uh, when Arti mentioned about sense of belonging, sense of belonging starts from knowing yourself and who are the people around you. Because I refuse to believe that we are all alone. We are not. Yes, we can be different. I can be different from my friends. I can be different from my parents, my grandparents. At least living in India, there is a benefit because there are still grandparents who like to talk to you in many cases, right? In other countries, that's not there. So it's very important for us to know that who am I? Again, what are my strengths? And who are these people? Even if they are different, I know I am connected with them. And if you have, let's say, 10 friends, out of which three will be your core group, which you can have a heart-to-heart -heart conversation, uh, other than your siblings and in many cases, parents, I think that's a very good foundation that when I think about me, I can think of like, oh, I do have a, you know, I do belong to these people and these people do belong to me in a positive way, not in a like controlling way. That's great, Suruchi. I'm, I'm sure uh, every time we have the episode with you and uh, there are every, uh, the new learnings that happen to our listeners also. You have been listening to an on-stream with me, Aarti Girdar. If you like what you heard, subscribe to our channel on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you listen. We will be back with a new episode in two weeks. Thank you, Shanaya, and thank you, Suruchi, for this conversation. Thank you. Pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.